Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nikki, but it's great to be with you on this wonderful Euro Day. If you took my advice yesterday on the show, you are probably very, very happy today. I'm going to explain why as we go on with the show. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about this ridiculous situation at Manchester United and their supporters group saying that they are a laughing stock. But then we're going to get right in to our preview of the Saturday, Sunday and Monday matches coming up uh, in the Euros uh, over the next couple of days. Plus, I will be telling you what each team needs in each group to go through. Uh, I think you're going to find this a very, very interesting. So a disappointing outing today for England. I personally am not surprised. Uh, Sweden uh, involved in another fairly dull match, to be fair, as was Croatia. Uh, I would say that all three matches today were mildly disappointing, although results a little bit predictable. But we've got loads of great matches coming up. Uh, I'm with you each and every weeknight, which means I'm not with you over the weekend. So be sure to check me out on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, for updates and of course I do drop little extras uh, some little bonuses that you might find throughout the weekend at our podcast network the Believe B-L-E-A-V podcast network so much to get to so little time but rest uh, rest easy because I will be giving you my picks for Hungary France Portugal Germany Spain Poland Italy, Wales, Switzerland, Turkey, North Macedonia, the Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, and Russia, Denmark, and Finland, Belgium. Those are all the matches we're going to talk about today. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. Such a pleasure and a privilege to speak with you. And if you happen to be listening on one of our uh, digital platforms, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or the award-winning SiriusXM app, I welcome you to the show. I'm going to step aside, take a brief break, gather my thoughts. When I come back, I want to talk about this ridiculous story regarding Manchester United. We're going to do that before we get into our match previews. Be right back on the other side. Welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm with you every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's 9 p.m. on the East Coast. And then again, you get me more. You get me midnight Pacific time, 3 a.m. on the East Coast, if you're listening on Sports Overnight America. Uh, lots to get to today. Um, we discussed the Man United situation earlier in the show, but really the big discussion, of course, is the Euros. Uh, I hope that you're having an opportunity to wager a little bit. If you're an adult, if you're of consenting age, if you are uh, you know, not addicted or with any problems, uh, loads of fun to place a little sports wager here and there. I try to give you good picks and pointers. I'm going to talk about some of the ones I've given you. I'm going to pat myself on the back. I am going to tell you, though, that I personally use betonline.ag. They're not only the title sponsor for this show, I've actually been using betonline.ag 
for years and years. They are safe, secure, trustworthy, honest. Seriously, folks, this is who you want to use. Never have a problem with my cash outs or cash in. Everything's always been easy, peasy, wonderful, no problems. Uh, BetOnline.ag, they have everything from baseball to hockey to basketball to the Euros to the Premier League to Serie A to Liga 1. You name it, they have it, including prop bets. They've got reality shows. They've got politics. You can bet on anything, really, at BetOnline.ag, and you can do it in the comfort and convenience of your own home. Head over to BetOnline.ag now, either on your desktop or your mobile device, and they will give you a 50% bonus on your first deposit. You heard me right. 50% bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag. And if you remember, uh, yesterday I gave you some picks for today's matches. Sweden, um, and, and, and let me run down the matches for you. Uh, I didn't actually print out all the odds uh, because my memory isn't isn't that great. But I did write down the recommended bets that I gave you and what they paid. So that's kind of cool. So um, if we take a look at the results through the Euros, uh, today we had Sweden playing... I'm just pulling. I'm actually pulling the uh, the scores up here for you. So so bear with me if you if you don't mind. Uh, here we go. We had Sweden Slovakia, and Sweden actually won that game one nil. And I told you to take Sweden. They were minus one twenty. I have to be honest with you. It was a pretty dull match. If you remember, Sweden Spain was a nil nil. That means in the two matches involving Sweden, I seen one goal. It was pretty boring stuff. Croatia, Czech Republic, at Hampden Park in Scotland, I predicted Croatia were going to win. Actually, it was a draw. So that was a bit of a bust. But then let's go south from Hampden Park to London, where England were hosting Scotland in a, you know, I think this is the first time since 1996 that they played each other in a major tournament. They used to play each other regularly in the home internationals. I know if you listen to the broadcast, they said all this and it was really dull. And dull was basically the name of the game. I told you, even though the odds makers had England far ahead in this match, I said, when it comes to rivalries and derby matches, throw those predictions out the window. Listen, I watched England struggle against what I consider to be a mediocre Croatia team, despite Luka Modric being there at the age of 456. They struggled to score the single goal that won the game for them. They didn't create many chances. They weren't particularly imaginative. Yes, they were solid defensively, uh, absolutely. But going forward, they lacked spark. They lacked verve. They lacked ideas. They lacked offense and the fear factor that they're going to put into any other club, like, say, a France would do. So I said, you know what, you've got to throw those predictions out the window because England-Scotland, heated rivalry, players that play together all the time. This one is for the, this is for more than just the result. There is pride on the line here. I said, when that happens, just like when you see a Manchester United-Liverpool or a Liverpool-Everton or an Arsenal-Tottenham, anytime you get those type of derbies, forget 
throw out the technical approach for figuring out who's going to win. And on this one, I said, you know, I don't think Scotland are likely to win this match, but they're not going to lose it. And so that's why I said a draw. I also said likely a 1-1 or a 0-0, more likely 0-0. And guess what? It was a 0-0 draw. So that's the reasoning for my picks. A lot of the picks that I give you um, and a lot of my personal predictions on some of these matches have more to do with the mental side of the game. Because, you know, when you think about sports, let's be honest, it's all passion because it's silly. I mean, it's silly. Why should we care what 22 sweaty men do running up and down a field? It's not logical. There's no great overarching meaning to it. It's entertainment. It's passion. It's tribalism it's all of these things that mean it's emotion and time and time and time again my big payouts when i bet on sports have to do with my understanding for how that team or those teams match up with each other in terms of momentum and emotion or fatigue or injuries these things are so much more important than whether you know england's uh 442 matches up with Scotland's uh you know uh 4321 or whatever the heck it is okay i mean that to me is far more important this match to me screamed draw low scoring draw and i tell you what england looked absolutely impotent to me i don't know if they looked that way to you but i mean for me this team looked like they're going to struggle to score goals and if you look at the other teams in this tournament. And, and let, let's just take a look at some of them. Oh, I mean, you know, we're going <laughs> to... Let's uh, tell you what. Let's roll to my favorite, France, okay? I mean, how can you not love the French team? Yes, they scored one goal. Okay, yes, they were playing Germany. What about the Portuguese? Scored three goals against Hungary. When you get bad opposition on the hook, you are supposed to put them to the sword. If you're looking at goals, the goal scoring tallies have been very, very low, unless you're looking at, say, the Ukraine, but, you know, or Austria. Of course, they have the situation of having North Macedonia in their group. If you look at Group B, Belgium have scored five goals. That is a team that looks dangerous in a group with Russia, Finland, and Denmark. Italy, in a group with Wales, Switzerland, and Turkey, have scored six goals. And by the way, not conceded a single one in two matches. I mean, that is ridiculous in a group with decent teams. So I'm sorry. I, you know, I know England coming into this tournament were the second favorites to win it at plus 500, but that is absolute bovine scatology. They are not a team that is likely to instill fear in oppositions. You want to face Italy? Scored six goals, conceded none. You want to face Belgium? You want to face France or Germany with those lineups? Or Portugal with Cristiano Ronaldo on a hot streak? 
Forget the Spanish, by the way. I, I'm, I'm feeling the same way about Luis Enrique's side. Ugh, boring, boring, boring. So if we look at the top eight teams coming into the coming into the tournament, number one was France at plus four fifty. I'm loving France. Their lineup is mouth watering. We will know more because obviously they're playing this weekend. They're playing Hungary, and it's tomorrow, and they're going to win. And the odds makers would agree at minus 320. I wouldn't bet on Hungary there. France are going to put them to the sword. And you watch. They are going to score three goals plus against Hungary. Let's take a look at the over-under. The over, over two, is minus 105. That's probably a better bet than the minus 320 on the straight money line. France are in great shape. Look at England, cannot score a goal to save their lives. They do not deserve to be in second place. Belgium, scoring goals willy-nilly. Great team, excellent. Germany, eh, also disappointing. Portugal, Cristiano Ronaldo, coming through big time. Admittedly, they were not playing great teams, but I, I just don't think you can count them out. Spain, eh, rubbish. Italy, fantastic. Netherlands, fantastic. So, France, Belgium, Portugal, Italy, the Netherlands, these are teams that will instill in uh, fear in the opposition. England will not instill fear in anybody. I'm sorry, Gareth Southgate, I think his days are going to be numbered after this competition because expectations were riding so very high. Is it team selection? Is it injury? Is it fatigue at the end of the Premier League season? Or is it just that, you know, short of, say, Raheem Sterling and Harry Kane, we don't have a whole lot of really, really good prolific strikers to call on. And if Harry Kane isn't getting it done, it looked kind of useless today. Who else is there? All right, got to go to break. I'll be right back after this. This is World Soccer Radio. Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm Nick Gieber. We're getting down to the matches coming up this weekend in the Euros. Before we get down to it, though, let's take a look at the groups in terms of where everybody is and who needs what to go through. Um, and remember, it's the top two in each group plus the four best third-place teams, Okay. They're going to advance to the round of 16. So teams that have gone through are guaranteed a spot right now. Belgium, Italy, and the Netherlands all guaranteed spots. Italy, unbeaten, unscored on, six goals in two matches. Again, think about who they have been playing. They beat Turkey 3-0. 
and they beat Switzerland 3-0. If you think Wales, who drew Switzerland, and they did beat Turkey, are going to fare better against Italy, I don't know. Unless, of course, Italy are through. But Wales need to get a result because if Switzerland beat Turkey in Baku, then they're going to go through. if they score a lot of goals. So anything's possible. Wales are sitting very, very pretty right now with four points. They are going to be playing Italy, though. The question is, Italy can't afford to lose that game because then Wales could go through in tops in the top spot if they do with seven points, and Italy would have six. So Italy are going to come out to play this game. Even though they're through, they're going to play, and they're going to beat Wales, and I think they are going to probably concede one but score three. So my prediction is Italy will beat nine goals for one against out of three matches, which is pretty incredible. In Group B, Belgium are through, and it's going to take a miracle for Belgium uh, not to go through uh, top, top of the table in Group B uh, because coming up, they are playing Finland, who uh, really not scoring any goals, to put it mildly. And uh, Denmark are playing Russia. Now, Denmark, on the other hand, have a minus two goal differential, playing Russia in second spot. They are going to need to score some goals. This is a match you want to watch. This is not happening, though, until the 21st, so... So we're now, that's coming up on Denmark. Finland is coming up on, uh, Russia, Denmark is coming up on Monday. That's going to be a big game. And Group C, the Dutch are through uh, as a flyer. They have conceded two goals, by the way. They conceded them against Ukraine uh, in Amsterdam in that 3-2 win. I think the surprise to me is that in a group with uh, Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, North Macedonia uh, lost 2-1 to Ukraine and 3-1 to Austria. So, I mean, really, North Macedonia, as the lowest-ranked team in this tournament, have been killing it, although they won't go through, of course. All right, so let's get to it. Group A, Italy are through. They're going to top the group if they avoid defeat. Wales are going to be confirmed in the top tr top two with a draw or if Switzerland don't beat Turkey. So again, this is Group A. Switzerland can finish in the top two if they win and Wales lose. lose. So um, Turkey can't finish in the top two and they have to beat Switzerland to come third. It's all in Wales' hands at this point. Interesting group. Group B. Monday. Uh, by the way, the, the Group A games are Switzerland, Turkey, Italy, and Wales. Group B is the Monday matches. Russia versus Denmark. We just talked about that. Finland versus Belgium. Belgium are through, and they're going to top the group. All they need is a draw. Russia need a win or a draw if Finland don't beat Belgium. Finland will be through with a win or a draw if Russia lose to Denmark. And Denmark, though, here's the thing. 
you know, we talk about that first result where they uh, played against, uh, where they came out and played after Ericsson's collapse on the pitch and they felt that they shouldn't and they lost the game 1-0. That really is coming back to haunt them. But Denmark can still finish second if they beat Russia and Finland lose against Belgium, which is likely to happen. Okay? But it's all going to depend on the goals scored in those two matches. Very, very interesting. That's something that you want to look at, that Denmark-Russia game on Monday. Group C. I'm just looking for see how I'm doing for time here. Perfect. Group C, North Macedonia versus Netherlands, uh, Ukraine versus Austria. Those are Monday matches. Now, the Netherlands are going to win the group. Ukraine are going to finish second with a win or a draw, and again, they're playing Austria. Austria, if they beat Ukraine, they're going to finish second, and North Macedonia, well, they're done. Group D is Croatia, Scotland, and the Czech Republic, England. Uh, so the Czech Republic will be group winners if they don't, if they avoid defeat against England. They're going to finish second if they lose to England, but Scotland beat Croatia. They're only going to finish third if they lose and Croatia win by enough to overtake them on goal differential, which probably isn't going to happen. England will go through if they draw or if Scotland don't win. And remember, Scotland are playing Croatia. And they're going to finish top if they beat the Czech Republic, who are currently sitting on top of the table. They're only going to finish third if they lose and Scotland win by enough to overtake them with goal differential, which England haven't scored many goals, but Scotland haven't really been scoring many goals either. Croatia got to win to stay in contention to at least be the third-place team and hope to go through in the third-place position, although they can still overtake the Czech Republic for second on overall goal difference. And Scotland, they've got a win to finish at least third. They can still overtake England for second place on overall goal differential if they score a boatload of goals. I hope you're working with me here, because this is uh, a little complicated, shall we say, or more like in-depth and detailed. And don't worry, folks, I'm going to give you my picks. We're going to get there. Group F, the Saturday matches are Hungary, France, Portugal, Germany. Wow, wow, wow. Portugal going to be through if they beat Germany. They'll be confirmed in the top two if they win and Hungary don't beat France, which they're not going to do. France are going to get through if they beat Hungary, which they will. They'll be in the top two if they win. And if Germany don't beat Portugal, uh, they will finish top. Germany cannot finish in the top two if they lose to Portugal and Hungary don't beat France. Hungary are not beating France. Uh, Hungary uh, cannot finish in the top two if they lose to France and Germany do not beat Portugal. Folks, it's going to be uh, this one, uh, France, Portugal, Germany in that order. So that, those are all of your groups, except I think I skipped Group E, which is Saturday's match is Spain, Poland, and then on, we've got to wait till Wednesday to get Slovakia, Spain, Sweden, Poland. Spain cannot go through or be eliminated on match day two, so we're going to learn a lot more as we go. Poland is can't finish in the top two if they lose to Spain, who they're playing. Uh, Sweden will go through if they avoid defeat against Poland, uh, no matter what happens. And Slovakia will go through if they beat Spain. Uh, that group's too difficult to tell. So let's get to my picks for the weekend. Hungary, France. I have France here, courtesy of betonline.ag, right now, uh, minus 320. Uh, you have to take that. Um, you have to take those odds. I mean, really, minus 320. It's it's not great, but France is going to win. I cannot see France losing or drawing Hungary. Portugal, Germany. 
Well, this is a fascinating match. Germany are the favorites in this match at minus 130. And folks, I smell a little te teeny weeny bit of value here. I'm going to tell you why. The German team did not impress at all. They looked like they were playing on, uh, let's just say, uh, reputation. They didn't have energy. They didn't have spark. They didn't have verve. Yes, they were playing France. Agree. But they were in Munich. I would have expected more action from this German side. They looked pedestrian at times against the French, despite having more possession. I, I, I don't like Germany for this game. I think Portugal, yeah, okay, they played Hungary. I get it. They're not a great side. But the Portuguese team has a lot of really good talent on it. Bruno Fernandes, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Diogo Jota. I mean, the list goes on. I just think this German team is end of cycle, and with Jogi Lowe getting ready to retire, I don't like it. I like Portugal for this match, and right now, plus 235, those are some super juicy, dripping juicy odds that you have to take. All right, let's move along. We're running out of time. Spain, Poland, despite that Spain being one of the most boring teams in here, I'm going to take them to win at minus 275. Italy, Wales, you know what, folks? I love Italy. I love Wales. I'm going to take Italy to win, though, at minus 200. Uh, Switzerland, Turkey, you know, I believe the Turks will get a result here. They're not want to, gonna, want to go home empty-handed. I'm not sure just how good this Swiss team is. And at plus 385, that is going to be my value pick of the weekend. I'm saying take Turkey at plus 385. For Monday's matches, the Netherlands, North Macedonia. You're nuts if you don't take the Netherlands at minus 303. Uh, Ukraine, Austria. I like the draw on this one at plus 105. Russia, Denmark. Um, I really like the Danes at minus 150, and I think the odds makers would likely agree with me. And finally, Finland, Belgium. I'm going to go with the Belgians at minus 300. So I will recap the picks top of the next segment in case you missed it. And if you do miss any, any part of the show, though, don't worry. You can always check out our podcast on the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Where we're there, every time we do a new show, you will find the content on the Believe podcast network. And in fact, I'm doing some bonus content during the Euros where I'm giving my kind of end of the day thoughts and, uh, uh, you know, uh, an outlook on what I saw during the day. So if you'd like a little bonus content, uh, head over to our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V uh, podcast network, and uh, download us or subscribe, and you can get this show dropped into your device without you doing anything so that you can listen to me whether you're in the road or in the shower or just not when you're on the loo, okay? All right? I have my, uh, I have my standards. You know what I mean? I'm with you every week night 6 p.m pacific 9 east and then again midnight pacific 3 a.m on the east coast on these very networks also iHeartRadio. tune in the award-winning sirius xm app and a big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the american forces network and if you're in serving in the u.s listening to the show uh, hopefully you're watching the euros by the way i really love this pan-continental approach i think it's a great way i know a lot of people were dead set against it but I really like it. I think it, it kind of, uh, you know, I'll share my thoughts on this. I, I've got about 40 seconds. But 
so many times things like the Olympics come up and countries and taxpayers bear the burden of billions of dollars of infrastructure that they have to build for a tournament so that the Olympic Committee, so that uh, the athletes, so that the programs and the sponsors can all transact enormous quantities of business. And at the end of the day, everyone leaves and many times these countries are overdeveloped and left with way too much infrastructure than what they need and these things go to rot and waste, et cetera, et cetera. The pan-continental concept and whether you're doing a World Cup in Canada, the US and Mexico, which is a great idea, or you're doing the Euros all around Europe, you're not building new facilities, you're not creating waste, and I for one think a terrific idea. I'd like to see more of it. I'll be right back to wrap it up. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Nick Eber with you. Just a couple of minutes left. I'm going to recap all of my picks for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday's matches. Uh, just a reminder, please, uh, to find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, let's start with the Saturday matches, Hungary, France. I said take France, minus 320. By the way, all of the odds here, courtesy of betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, Portugal, Germany. That one of the big matches of the weekend it is tomorrow. I'm so excited. Plus 235, Cristiano will come through. He is the big game player, and if he doesn't and he lets me down, I'll be very irritated. Uh, Spain, Poland, uh, despite the Spanish team being a complete bore, I think that they will beat this Polish team at minus 275. The odds makers would agree. Italy, Wales, you know, this is another exciting matchup. Uh, but I believe the Italians will edge the Welsh at minus 200. I do believe the Turks will finally get that win that they're looking for at plus 385 against Switzerland. On Monday, uh, the Netherlands, you will take them over North Macedonia. Uh, you will take a draw in the Ukraine-Austria match. Uh, you will take Denmark over Russia. And by the way, when I say you will take, this is if you take my picks. I believe Denmark will beat Russia and uh, stay in contention, uh, likely for the third-place finish. Hopefully, they'll have enough points and goals to get through as one of the top four third-place teams. I'd love to see the Danes get through. Terrible what happened to Christian Eriksen. I really feel like that first game, it was just kind of ruined for them off the first one. And the final one, you're going to take Belgium at minus 300 over Finland. So, folks, those are my predictions. Head over to betonline.ag and place your bets. And I'd love to hear from you via social media, Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com, forward slash World Soccer Radio. I would absolutely love to hear from you um, as to how you did. Just a reminder, our show is on the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V, and it's there every time we drop new content, including some fresh bonus content uh, during the Euros, so be sure to check it out. All right, enjoy the matches. I'm going to speak to you Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Let's look at how I did, and let's get ready to preview the upcoming matches next week. Until then, have a great weekend. Enjoy the football, and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V 
on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.